0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. group are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. This is our land is Vicky Dice, and you're listening to the All Night Long Podcast. All Night Long Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the All Nights Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, He's a Stallion. I am the Enforcer. And usually on this show, we are the only ones with the nickname. However, today, I bask in the glory that is probably the greatest nickname in professional wrestling. Lanny Locke, first of all, thank you for joining the show. And secondly, how did you get the nickname of the Two Turnt Party Unicorn? <laughs> uh,
1: it took some time, but well, thank you for having me on the show first. Um, but Two Turnt, I honestly don't even know where like Two Turnt came from. I think it was just, I like, said Turnt. A lot and I said let's make some alliteration let's make it happen See, I can <laughs> a party unicorn just evolved from being a unicorn to a party unicorn
0: why not yeah I'm, I watched uh, one of your matches recently it was you versus Chris Statlander and it was like the battle mm-hmm. of just the best nicknames ever now I know you don't know me too well but if by the end of this you could have a cool nickname for me like that i don't mean to put you on the spot um as of right now i have lazy water buffalo so if you have anything (laughs) yeah that's what i'm going with so if you have anything better than that uh you know let me know later on all
1: right i'll keep it up here we'll we'll try to see if something comes up
0: perfect well first and foremost um how we're in the middle of corona mania it is still running wild how are (laughs) you Dealing with it, what are you doing, how are you staying sane?
1: Um, well, I wouldn't say I'm exactly staying sane, but we're trying. Uh, and honestly, just trying to like keep a routine as much as possible. Just like focusing on the future and doing things now that will help me then. Even though it's not going to help me next week, I may not have a show this weekend, I may not have a show in two months, but I will eventually have another show to be on and be ready for
0: Sure. Is this, uh, I believe you started wrestling about 2014, 2015. Uh, Is this the longest you've gone without performing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I haven't gone more than maybe like a week since I started.
0: Wow. So three months, three and a half months, it's officially like (laughs) I'm going star crazy season, right?
1: Yeah, like I am always trying to get Jeff to do stuff with me to like do a lucha spot or just do something.
0: What Whatever can keep, like, like you said, keep the mind going and just prepare for the uh, long run. Because although the good news is it seems like we're turning the corner here. I don't know how it is where you are. Are we opening things up yet? Are we able to wrestle? No,
1: we're definitely not anywhere close to being able to wrestle. I think we're in phase two right now. Like non-essential mm-hmm. businesses just opened back up. But it's still like no more groups, no more people than like 10 people, et cetera, Stuff like that
0: i so that's th- it I do we're saw in a, a couple
1: shows in the midwest area that are like trying to reach out for june shows and stuff but i just don't see it happening
0: i saw actually kurt stallion post i think it's somewhere in texas they're doing a drive through movie pro wrestling so there are two guys yeah. in the ring and the cars pull up and watch and i'm like that is that's that's really genius.
1: great that's awesome <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's such a good idea. It's BYOB and bring your own food. I mean, and watch wrestling. What's better than that? Um,
1: they actually now, have already ran a show in Texas, like a regular show. So,
0: <laughs> Really?
1: Yeah. Texas? They had they, 25% uh, capacity, but I don't know how much that is, how many people that is. But they ran a show.
0: Yeah, nobody's checking. Like, all right, we're 25%. I'm not turning exactly. away money. Exactly. <laughs> And Texas kind of lives by uh, their own rules. Is that uh, safe to say?
1: So I knew if someone was going to run first, it was going to probably be Texas.
0: Texas or Florida, I feel like, was the other one. Florida's Florida's <laughs> kind of wilding out, too. I don't know if there's... I know AEW's on right now. I heard rumors that there's going to be fans there tonight. I, I don't know what... Really? Uh, the fans? Did somebody post it online that they were tested for COVID as they entered the arena? I, I don't know. Okay, Who knows what to good. believe, but...
1: That's I, I would love shows to come back they just need testing that's it come
0: yeah on. i agree it's, you know i now do you have you watched any of the em, quote-unquote empty arena wrestling have you kept up with it or is it kind of just like know. this sucks i'm it's depressed just such a in
1: that huge thing. bummer like without the crowd and without the energy it's just hard like i i think the only thing i've watched consistently is i'll watch any kylie ray match that's on or chris statlander like if they're having matches i'm watching them but no one else can get me to suffer through a no crowd match
0: (laughs) suffer through strong words so have you seen the boneyard match or the firefly funhouse match yeah
1: like stuff like that that's great i love cinematic matches but just in an empty arena where you're still trying to play to a crowd that's not there oh i can't do it it hurts
0: yeah, and like the guys on like Raw and SmackDown have a microphone and they're talking to the mic. Like, Why do you have a microphone? There's nobody there. To, you if
1: microphone?
0: you talk from here to here, I can He's hear you. There. It's like you don't need the microphone.
1: Yeah, it's so
0: awkward. Uh, I'm hoping things get back to normal soon. New York is the most, uh, is the tightest of them all here, and we're just turning into phase one. So maybe I'll be able to go back to the gym by December. I have no idea. But I mean, it is the coronavirus has taken so much, as you know, wrestling fans, it's, it's taken. I, you know, just for Joe and I alone, we had like Ring of Honor tickets, we had Shine tickets, we had tickets to AEW Prudential Center and all that stuff. And, you know, it's not going to happen. I know they're, uh, you're trying to find out where to run shows and what stations are going to allow it. Now, for you as a professional wrestler, WrestleMania weekend is the biggest weekend of the year, right? Isn't that pretty much where everybody makes the bulk bulk of their money? So, how, what did you have planned for that weekend that was, uh, you know, Um, not the cards? It's
1: going to be at wow it's, it feels like so long ago now um, it, it's like three months it's crazy forever show that i was really excited to be on i was gonna tag with ally cat because we tagged together when we were training in texas and whatever so we're gonna bring that back together and where the heck else i feel like i had like three bookings but and i was just gonna show up to a lot of places i was so excited to just like watch everything too like pancakes and pile drivers and Joey Janelle's spring break, like, I was, so I just wanted to be there,
0: you know? Yeah, that, those, and those are the craziest shows, we were there last year when it was in, uh, two years ago, when it was in New Jersey, and you never, literally did not know uh, what to expect, so. Yeah. Um, now, let's rewind it, um, let's bring it back, so now you're in Chicago right now, you said? Yes. And how, you got your start in Austin, Texas, I believe, right? Yes, I did start so So, wrestling about five years
1: for yeah for in september it'll be five five years
0: years. oh well happy early anniversary hopefully you could celebrate it in the ring the way you should
1: that would be the dream let's hope
0: so (laughs) yeah for sure so were you a fan of professional wrestling growing up or like the traditional question or is this like i'm really good at this and i want to be a wrestler or was it like oh my god this is my boyhood Shawn michaels childhood dream
1: No, I watched it when I was like little, little, like my mom was a huge rock fan and my dad liked it. So we watched it every now and then, but we weren't like crazy about it or anything. And then it wasn't cool during middle school or high school. I didn't watch it or pay attention. I wasn't even aware. Um, But when I moved back down to Texas after graduating high school in Oregon, I met my ex-husband and he had been a huge fan his whole life like he never missed a show he went to a whole bunch of live shows and so I started watching it every now and then with him and I was like oh these demons are kind of cool uh, and then we went to a live show um, called ACW Anarchy Championship Wrestling in Austin Texas and I saw Barbie Hayden and Athena wrestle and I was like I got some of this
0: that's i mean and barbara hayden you know she's uh definitely uh, she's been around a lot in the independent scene she always put on good matches and you know it's kind of one of those things where you have to be there and you have to experience and you're like wait a second i think i can do this so how did watching that match fast forward go to you actually starting to train was that a tough was that a tough transition for you
1: no i've always been like athletic like i played soccer all four years Mm -hmm. of high school and I've always been like doing stuff and I like going to the gym and I was like weightlifting before I started wrestling. So I was like, physically I was like ready for it.
0: And then how about mentally? Was that, was that tougher for you? If you were an athlete all your life and you, the gym stuff and the cardio that's there, it's the men, you know, it's the mental part that I think a lot of people, yeah. especially fans don't understand.
1: It was just like the more theatrical part and just like, letting yourself be comfortable because it's just so obvious when you're uncomfortable it's so obvious and so just getting comfortable with like what you're doing and who you are and what you bring to the table and stuff like that that's what I feel like is the hardest part of it
0: and it's funny you said it's so obvious when you're uncomfortable which is probably the reason why you hate the empty arena wrestling because you could tell the performers most of them are just super uncomfortable performing in front of like just stands and i think that's maybe what comes across on tv if you don't believe in it 100 percent yourself the the fans are going to realize that
1: yeah and it's like it's just so much easier with the fans because they bring they give you so much and to just not have that there is a huge lacking
0: yeah, and I know I'm not, you know, behind the curtain, I don't know anything, but I mean, you know, you react to the fans, and that's exactly. how a lot of people, you know, read how the matches goes, and you know, something, you know, you, you go to the well if it works, right, so if there's no fans there, you're like, I I think this is working, you know, it's like, you <laughs> how do you? you know? can't, like, watch your you tweets know. live, you can't be like, oh, they do like this on Twitter, you know, it's like, you, you just go out there and you do your thing, so that's... That's um that's a great point, especially for the energy too, and even for like the um you know the emotion and stuff. So, well, like we said, let's hope uh you know that comes back sooner uh, rather than later. But you talked about anarchy wrestling. Is that where you had your first match? Where did you, how long did you train before you actually competed in your first match?
1: I think I was training for like seven or eight months, maybe. Um, I had my first match at my training school, so. I mean, if you count that as, like, your first show, your first match or whatever. Um, but my first outside training match was at RCW um, in San Antonio. I think and I was tagging. It was me and Alley Cat tagging against Delilah Doom and Paige Turner, maybe. That's not right. You and Alley
0: Cat seem to have quite the strong bond over there in Texas.
1: Yeah, I mean, she, I, when I started training, I was the only girl there for, you know, six months and then Allie came along and I said, thank God, let's go. (laughs) So I was just on her, on her, on her trying to get her ready for her first show so I could stop having to wrestle dudes because I wanted to have a women's match, you know?
0: Sure. And it's like, you know, the not really comp- almost friendly competition where you guys are there to motivate each other and, you know, you do better and then forces her to do better. So you kind of each up your game. And, and that's 100%. pretty cool stuff.
1: And she was always really good, like, with the character side of stuff. And, like, she watched, she's been a fan her whole life. Like, she's been a huge fan of wrestling her whole life. So she knows everything. She's got a lot of knowledge up there. So it was really great to have her there for, like, that side of things. Like, I could bring her up on like the physical stuff that I had already learned in the six months before she got there. But she had like all of this prior knowledge to help me out, like character wise and move wise and stuff like that.
0: So you guys really are the perfect tag team because you fill, you know, you, you pick each other up. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, um, a lot like I said, we're from the Northeast, so there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the Midwest and the West that we aren't too familiar with over here. Um, you've done a lot of work with uh, Booker T's reality wrestling. yeah that um, that school, talk about what that means because I, I think you know like in the East Coast you have you know your team 3D academy and you have um, you know of course the Performance Center and you have a uh, QD Marshall School and stuff like that. but Booker T has turned out some fantastic talent in his promotion. So what is that you know being able to wrestle there? what is that like?
1: it's really sick like it's the first time i was there was like an experience like call times like 2 p.m when the show doesn't start till like 7 or 8 i don't even remember at this point point. and it's just they got two rings in the back room and then like the show ring and so it's like everyone has all this room and time to go over stuff and you get called in the Booker's office before the show starts and he gives you the rundown like a one-on-one and he wants to hear your ideas and he'll tell you if that's stupid or if that shit sucks. And
0: <laughs> so Don't do that, you know? Yeah,
1: exactly. Absolutely. Um, and then just to, like have him like watch your match and you get feedback from Booker T. Like that's crazy to have that kind of knowledge like thrown at you. Like that's such a cool opportunity. I, I love it there. Like, I feel like, home there they're
0: definitely family that's awesome and you think he i mean clearly he booker t hall of famer he runs the show that way because that's similar to what you're going to get when you get it to the, you know, the wwe and the nxt you know you don't show up at 6 30 for a seven o'clock show you're there at, i don't yeah. know 11 a.m getting your workout in getting this getting that and all that kind of stuff so it's really kind of a preparation for that next stage
1: yeah for sure 100 percent
0: so now um not only reality wrestling and they turned out i think ember moon came from there correct Yes, she did. Ember yeah. Moon wrestles there. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Gino Medina uh, from... How Gino? Uh, I love
1: Gino.
0: From MLW. See, Booker T. You know, he's, got a, he's definitely cultivating talent down there in, uh, in Texas. Now, another um, promotion that you wrestle with is Rise. Rise is another one that um, a lot of people talk about because it's very comparable to The Shimmer, very comparable to The Shine. And Rise is an all-women's promotion and they have a plethora i think i'm using that word right of talent so how you know how does wrestling on a show like rise where it's strictly an all-female show compared to wrestling on a, a regular show where there might be a couple of uh you know women's matches and men's matches on it
1: um i mean that aspect is like a show's a show kind of to me um but it is really cool to like be around so many hardworking women And so many women who have been successful and like are happy to help and want you to succeed as well like it's just such a good environment to be in and the fans too like they know that rise is like the theater to like shimmer etc like they know that this is like these greener newer girls first opportunities and so they're really encouraging and just like a really positive fan base to perform for
0: and I think the fans take pride in that too cuz you know you might see somebody on rise for a year or so and then you're like, "Oh man, I you know when she's a Chimmer or something like that, you're like, "Oh, I saw her. I, I knew her yeah. before." And you get that uh that like band thing. We're like, "Oh, i sure knew when like, day the one. LP I came. was there day one." Let's go. Exactly. Day one son day one, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um
0: so how now um recently, I think it was last October, you competed for um Impact Wrestling's All Glory. Impact Wrestling was doing some really cool stuff where they live streamed these events on Twitch and they partnered with a lot of other promotions. The live stream was free. So there was no reason not to watch it. And it was such a good platform for, um, you know, other independent wrestling promotions to get, to get the, uh, what are they called? Like the impact dust, right? Get the rub from impact just to get on there on Twitch. So you, I mean, talking about who's who on the show, you wrestled Shotzi Blackheart and Kylie Ray, like Kylie Ray was fresh off for AEW, um, uh, Dismissal, if you will, or, or she quit AEW. If she left, and Shotzi had wrestled on the WWE network for um, the Evolve show. So it's like yeah. you're in the. Is it, at that point was that the you know the biggest match of your career with the most exposure?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And I was just I was super excited that Impact was doing stuff like that and like just giving opportunities to people to like be seen with the free stream and stuff like that. And I mean like I've had a bunch of matches with Kylie and Shotzi. So like for me to be in that big of a setting it was so like comforting for me that it was those two that i was in the ring with
0: and not for nothing you also defended your zero uh zero pro women's title and won the match like it's you shot and kylie ray and that's that must have been huge for you so um you know and i think there's a certain level of you know confidence that a promotion has in you to put you in that spot when you're like all right uh the most amount of people and two champions go it's like uh okay <laughs> yeah. yeah i can do this year no problem
1: Yeah, it felt like it was really cool, like, to know that they had that trust in me. And for, like, the crowd, like, obviously they knew Kylie and Shotzi way more than me. Like, they did, there was a big local Chicago base there. But, like, you know, a lot of Impact people, they had no idea who I was. And I feel like by the end of the match, like, they understood why I was keeping the title. And they were there for it.
0: Sure. I'm sure the Twitter followers went up after that show and the Instagram followers. (laughs) Exactly, um, and now you know, Impact Wrestling has been the punchline of a lot of jokes for a long time. And I don't, I think within the last two or three years, they've, uh, it hasn't really been warranted. Impact has done some really good stuff as far as a knockouts division. They just oh signed uh, Kimberly. Yeah. They just signed uh, Deanna Perazo. So, uh, you know, somebody who's had dealings with Impact Wrestling is that kind of a uh, is that a destination that you're looking to go?
1: Oh, absolutely! Impact would be like the dream locker room to join right now like i don't know if you can hear this train going by but it's very loud (laughs) (laughs) it's okay Um, okay, i have three dogs that usually
0: park Um, every single time but
1: i would yeah impact would be like my number one go-to place right now like i all the women there are just so good and just such good women like it'd be an honor to join the locker room
0: and it's talented, and the thing about Impact is, you know, they definitely give all their knockouts division matches time, and they have mm-hmm. such an important spot on the card. And the WWE does too, but I'm not trying to knock the WWE, but a lot of times it feels forced. Like, they're forcing women into this position, not necessarily because they think it's the right thing to do in the card, but that's really what they have to do. Impact is like, no, our women's division is awesome. They put on great matches, so here's 15 minutes, or here's, you know, 12 minutes or something like yeah, that. And yeah, they get,
1: like, real stories and real time to draw. Out these stories and it's not just like a two week long thing like yeah they
0: they do right by them for sure yeah like oh you turned on me because i'm jealous of so and so and they do it like that it's like the sue young thing with havoc and like they they really they put time and effort into that so i would love to uh you know would love to see that happen eventually at some point i know they're doing the empty arena matches too so uh fingers crossed we'll definitely uh you know well, I hope they continue doing that That Twitch and their um they're intermingling with the other promotions. I think it was really good for them and I think it showed a lot of faith um, you know, in the fan bases too, because Impact had done a lot to lose their fans, unfortunately, and I think they're coming back now and they're putting on really consistent shows. Like but I mean if you would have told me Disco Inferno was wrestling in twenty twenty, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not watching that shit. Right? But then you watch a show and you're like, Disco had a good match, you know? It's like Yeah. Um and uh I hope um, I hope we see it sooner rather than later. Now, somebody who has let's say somebody's never seen you wrestle before, and you are going to put together a highlight of yourself for them. What uh, what three matches do you put on that highlight?
1: Um, I would put the three way match that we just talked about, that triple threat for sure. Um, it's a good classic. Um. There is a really good... I would put them on me and Elena, our last singles match at Freelance. That was great. The Freelance crowd, amazing. Really Doesn't great crowd. not get much better yeah. than that. <laughs> and sure. last but not least, what else would I do? Probably one of the scrambles i was in just so they can see like the wild shit that i can sprinkle in that maybe in a normal match i wouldn't be able to
0: fair enough well i will definitely uh scour the tube of you and see what (laughs) we can come up with and uh and share it out there now earlier today or maybe it was yesterday you had a post wearing a certain t-shirt of a certain hall of famer now I want to let you know that Joe and I have been friends for probably 20 years, and there is always something that drives a spike right through that friendship, and that something is, if you had to choose one, all time, dead or alive, top five, number one, is it Bret Hart or is it Shawn Michaels?
1: Oh, man. Jeff's going to be mad at me if he hears this. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Well, come on. You had the
0: picture with Bret Hart. What happened? You were wearing the Bret Hart shirt.
1: It's Jeff. He has a lot of old, cool shirts. I'm just taking pictures in them.
0: <laughs> this is unbelievable. I mean, we've probably oh, asked—I uh, don't know—like do like a hundred people.
1: I don't pit them against each other in my heart.
0: So I <laughs> do because I'm bitter, and I'll tell you, we've had like a hundred people, maybe uh, probably close to hundred people on the show, and I think three people are Team Bret Hart. It's uh, well,
1: if you get Jeff on the show, he'll be number four.
0: <laughs> well, now I'm sending an email because frankly, I can't stand <laughs> losing like this uh, anymore. But. Uh, Last before I let you go, you know you've wrestled so many uh, great women out there and guys too. Is there anybody that you watch their stuff and you're like, man, I would really love to get in the ring with X?
1: Oh, all the time. There's always people that I'm just like, oh my gosh, we would do so good. Um, That list is just far too long, but I feel like priority wise, I definitely need some time with Penelope Ford. Like we've been in. Maybe two matches together, but, like, done, like, one thing with each other. it was always multiple people. So we've never gotten to, like, really fight. Oh, wait.
0: Oh, did, we, did we
1: have a singles in Nova? But I wasn't Lucha Laney back then. I was, so we're a new person. It doesn't count. With her. And then I really want a singles with Blake Christian. I know you said more women, but... Um, I just feel like he's crazy, and he could put me through
0: a lot of crazy stuff. And I want to get crazy. Okay. I <laughs> uh, Interesting. Penelope Ford, I, I think that's a really good one. I hadn't thought about that matchup. She's uh, Penelope Ford is somebody that's really stepped up her game, I would say, like in the last year and a half or two years, too. So that's uh, – well, let's see what happens. I know it's uh, – you know, we got a couple of months left in 2020, so if we want to do, like, the Cody Rhodes bucket list and the checklist, maybe we can uh, – <laughs> right? There. yeah for sure so um where can people follow you the pro wrestling tees store all the social media give us everything so
1: um pro wrestling tees um slash lady luck or you can go patreon.com slash lady luck and twitter instagram facebook all at lady luck
0: well lady luck thank you so much for joining the show tonight we really appreciate it and i have to know did you come up with a cool nickname for me
1: I didn't. I'm so sorry. I'm I need more time
0: for these. That's things. you know what? That, that's OK. You could send us a tweet if you came up with one. You're like, he looks like a hippo. I'll accept it. I'll take the hippo. So.
1: All right. I'll be sure Everybody. to have a tweet by the end of the month for you.
0: <laughs> Perfect. At Laney luck, guys. Thank you so much for your time, Lanny, And best of luck to you and stay safe. We hope to see you in the ring very, very soon. Thank
1: you. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Thank you.